You're listening to Analog Advisor, a podcast about the irreplaceable value of personal relationship in a financial landscape flooded with impersonal algorithms and one-size-fits-all solutions. Join us as we talk to authors, researchers, industry leaders, and our neighbors to explore the intersection between money and what it means to be human. Well, hey, everybody. This is Wes. Happy New Year. Sitting here with Palmer, my producer. We wanted to take an opportunity to kind of recap some of the things that uh, we hope to cover here on the Analog Advisor podcast uh, in the new year and, uh, and beyond. And maybe talk a little bit about, I, I don't know what, the analog ethos and kind yeah. of how we are thinking about things, right? I mean, you know, you've done... I should have looked at the number when I just had the app open, but you know, we're, <laughs> we're a solid six, seven episodes in for you guys with this show. And it's something you've been, um, as you talked about in the very first episode, like it's something you've been working on for a while. And this is something that's really important to you. So we thought it'd be a cool opportunity to kind of sit down today and talk a little bit about the year ahead, really kind of dive in for a bit, a bit here on that concept of the analog ethos and what, like why that is Wes Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I think it's one of these things that has probably always been there fundamentally for me in, in terms of giving priority and preference to face-to-face interaction and relationships and connectedness and all of those things. And then, of course, the pandemic brought all of that front and center and highlighted our our need for that. Uh, so, yeah, that's the goal here is just to kind of highlight the ways that we want to engage with people, the things that we think bring value to people's lives. Um I think to highlight, and, and obviously money is a, is a theme for us given sure. what we do, but um, really focus on just healthy ways to sort of engage with the world and engage with people in our lives and engage with finances and, and all those sort of things. I think it's a really interesting like arena that we find ourselves in now with all of this, because you know, you and I were talking on the phone the other day about doing this episode mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, we can just hop on our, our, on Riverside, our remote platform. And like, we both live in the same town. We're like 15 minutes from each other. I'm like, we'll just hop on the computer and do it. Or, well, no, that's stupid. Why don't we just do it in person? Because why would we We not take the opportunity to sit down and be together while we do this? And that's great that we have the chance to do that. It's also great that we live in a world where we have these means to be able to you know, accomplish these same goals, but with people all around the world, you know, or have meetings or whatever it may be. But it's kind of like reestablishing, I think so much like a big thing that I think of when, when you, since you and I met and you've talked about this analog, this analog piece is like the choice to be analog and Mm -hmm. when, and how to use that to Mm -hmm. our advantage, because there's a lot of growth that comes when we like actually slow down and go through the motions on things instead of just, firing and getting stuff done quickly because we can. Yeah. And that's kind of where my head goes with it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious. One of the things I really wanted to ask you as we kind of got into this today was like, why do you feel we've moved through the pandemic? We understand all that, but like, why is analog so important in 2023? Like, what is it about it for you? That's such a important thing. It's a great question. Um, and I think we're largely exploring that. I think that there's a, I think it resonates with people at a level that, that maybe even a subconscious level. 
They don't know why they like it better, but we all know we didn't like being fully digital during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Um, there's a there's an aspect of seeing value in the frictions. It's like proof of life. Like, hey, if this is hard to do, then like there's more to it, right? If it's yeah. too easy or too effortless or too efficient or I don't know, there's something that's lost in that in that experience. Um, and technology makes that possible and technology is good in many ways. And so this isn't like an anti-technology thing. It's really just a, when you, you know, I think one aspect of it would be to put technology in its place, right? How do we use technology in a way that does better our lives, but doesn't, um, uh, cost us, mm-hmm. you know, something that's really valuable to us, which is connection. Um, also by the way, technology, uh, <laughs> promises to connect us. And that's, we know that's not connection. Right. And I think that's the other thing too. There are some lies that are, I think we, we sort of just want to re-examine this and examine our relationship to these things that we've been, that we're being told are true and sort of figure out, are they true for us also? And I think we're finding that a lot of them aren't right. Facebook friends holding up air quotes here. Those aren't, those aren't really friends, right? Those aren't really relate. Some of them are, but not in the same way. You know, I was, um, over the holidays, we had a ton of family in town. It's my wife's family. And it was a lot of people that haven't been together in, in it, five years mm-hmm. minimum mm-hmm. for kind of the whole extended family to be together. And it's a lot of, you know, we've, so we've got kids, nephews and nieces that are now in college or out of college that mm-hmm. were starting that journey or in high school at the time and kind of just seeing this transition and a lot of growth and a lot of development. And they're all turning into really awesome humans, which is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also interesting sitting in our living room. And at one point I was like over in our kitchen, making a drink and I turn around and there's 15 people in my living room sitting by the fire and kids and adults, everybody with their phone in their face. Oh yeah. And you know, and it's one of those things where like my brother and I law and I, we kind of laughed about it. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, what the hell? And then there's another part of me. It's like, that is the conditioned response right now. Like this is where we are. And and yes, we're all together. And yes, a lot of them were like, had been talking about something and they were all kind of like looking Showing something up in something. the process. Yeah. And like, and, and that's great from a standpoint of like, look at that creativity. We're able to like dive in, learn, grow within mm-hmm. that moment. But it still was a group, a, a group of people who haven't been together in a while, all sitting around staring at their phones. And it just feels, if you really like stop and just think about it, it just feels wrong. You know, and, and like you said, I mean, there's, there's beauty in the technology that we have. This is not a like smear the technology thing, but I do think that. And you and I have talked a little bit offline on this ourselves, like with our kids, it it is one of those things where you really, because we live in it so much, like, I feel like you really have to like overcorrect when you're talking with people about it, when the examples that we set for ourselves or for our kids or whatever to like bring it back to center a little bit. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard and it's countercultural. Yeah. Right. And I think, um, you know, and technology is like a, it's like a, I don't know how rewarding is it to like just scroll and scroll and scroll or just have someone like something you posted. It's like, it's like a spoonful of sugar, right? Like it's just like in the moment, it's like, this could never be bad for me. How could this be bad for me? And like (laughs) what we're realizing is like, this is bad for us. And I think it's bad for us in, uh, you know, psychologically, I think it's bad for us, uh, you know, physically, cause we were set more sedentary. I think it's, 
I think it's damaging to our relationships. I think it's, uh, and so I think, I think that's one of the goals here is just to examine that, you know, we, we have to go like, Oh, this technology is great. And it does a lot of things. I have mm-hmm. more computing power in my hand than they had when they put the first man on the moon. Right. And, um, and yet at the same time, we also have to look at it and, and we've done this in past conversations already. Like, okay, is there a downside to this? Is there a way that this is engineered to exploit something that I'm not even aware of a characteristic I have or a something, you know, vulnerability psychologically or behaviorally or whatever. And I think that's where it gets really dangerous. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's where we just want to go like, okay, well maybe being human and having limitations isn't bad. Right. Right. Maybe only being able to, I'll just use this as an example. I don't, I'm going to get the number wrong, but you know, they say you can have like, like five close friends, maintain five close relationships. Well, is there something bad with that? Why do I need 500 quote friends on Facebook? or meta or whatever it's called today. I'm not on there. So. Get it right, Russ. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think the, I think that's what we kind of want to go back to that and go like, oh, interesting. You know, maybe that's actually a good thing that I, you know, I, I can't have more than that. Um, maybe it's a good thing to have limitations. Maybe it's a good thing to have, maybe there's, like I said, sort of proof of life in these like frictions and in things that we come up against. And, and again, technology, vaccine technology is amazing and our lives are, longer and better and healthier because of it. Right. So technology itself isn't bad. Yeah, Tech isn't just a phone, right? right? It's, right. it's not just social media. Right. It's, there's so many things that get wrapped up in that word. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's an easy scapegoat at times for a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like I was kind of, you know, it's that pendulum swing that I think through the pandemic and just through life being what it is, we, we went real far to one side. Right. And I I think naturally we're starting to kind of come back Mm -hmm. a bit. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is finding those spots where we acknowledge like this really is a benefit here and something can be a benefit here and be, it can be not helpful here. Right. You know, and that, that that doesn't make anything bad on the whole or good on just trade-offs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, I think, one of the things that you guys are really hoping to do with the show this year and that I'm excited about and some of the conversations we've already recorded and some of the conversations we have planned is really exploring kind of that, that ethos for you, you know, and how it's led you to where it has from a business standpoint, but there's, but there's so much more there. Right. Mm -hmm. So how have you taken some of those things that you've really like, that you really lead with on the business front, how do you take those and use those to kind of lead in your day-to-day life with your family, with your friends, with whatever? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I mean, I think it's, it, you know, we face the same struggles that everybody else does that the, the marketing machines that want to put a device in every kid's hand, regardless of how old they are. I think we, uh, we push back again. We try to push back against that. Not everybody does. So of course that makes it challenging for us when the Joneses all have, you know, devices and, and our kids don't or whatever. But, um, yeah, we really try to, and and I'm not, by the way, let me just say like, I'm not great at this. I'm just recognizing, I'm recognizing my own vulnerability and the cost of it, um, when it comes to, uh, these things and, and really trying to sort of find a healthy path in the midst of it. Um, so, you know, we try to limit screen time. We shut the internet off in our house, you know, at, uh, you know, a certain time, right. Sleep is so important. There's a ton of stuff coming out. Hopefully we'll talk about it in this coming year, but you know, the, 
how valuable sleep is. I don't, I don't think I really put it the, <laughs> enough value on it till I was in my forties, but you know, uh, you know, we, so we, but like screen time disrupts your ability to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but there's, it's so alluring. So like we had to put in place like automatically every day, internet shuts off at our, in our house between nine thirty and 10 screens go on the counter and, you know, we don't have screens in, in bedrooms or, you know, like just things like that, just to try to limit our own vulnerabilities to it. So those are some ways, um, you know, on the business front, you know, we're, we try to engage with people and we try to bring life into the center of, of that folks lives into the center of the way they approach handling their finances or interact with their finances or, um, you know, handle uncertainty or, or what have you. Um, and, and try to apply that in my own life too. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think, I think some of it is, I think that's really it. It's just, this is a journey for me as I'm going like, Oh, like, man, I've been unhealthy. Like this has had an unhealthy effect on me. I need to address this. And as I've talked with clients or I've talked with peers or with you, it's like, Oh yeah, we're all kind of feeling that. Mm -hmm. And so that's really the goal here is just like, let's have conversations about like, how do we, how can we all be healthier in the midst of this? How can we, and I've, I told our origin story, you know, several months ago, how can we double down on being human? seems like there was like a big push against being human. Like we're going to, you know, we're going to all be working for robots someday. Well, I don't, I don't know that like David Sachs talked about in a past episode, the we were told the future is digital and then suddenly our future arrived during the pandemic and we hated it. Right. So like, we're just like, all right, well, what, how do we learn from that? How do we double down on being human and engaging in a human way and engaging with our own limitations and stuff like that? And so back to your question in terms of like my own life, my own house, my own kids, it's, it's a process and it's honestly trial and error. It's, it's, we do one thing and then we screw it up or we fall (laughs) or we backslide or whatever. And then it's like, okay, that didn't work. How might we do better next time? And I think that that's, you know, it kind of goes to where I was saying earlier where that like it, something can be both good and bad. Right. And I think there's a lot of value in learning that about ourselves. Our, um, I was sharing with you, you know, my daughter's 11 and she got a phone for Christmas mm-hmm. and it was, we, we have this, um, it's this really cool product called RO. I don't know if you've heard of it before, yeah. but the RO box. And, and I got one in early December with the hopes of kind of laying the foundation for her of like having her and my son, like put my phone up in the box at dinner time knowing that she was going to be getting a phone of like, now it won't be as much a thing. It's, sure. it's a little less, you know, or it's a little more disarming when like we're all doing it together, you know? And, um, it was funny. She was doing something on my phone with me the other evening and she saw, I have a screen time limiter up on social media, which I use a lot for work. So I burned through that time pretty quickly a lot, but it's ultimately I've been staring at it for an hour. So it needs to go away. You yeah. know, it's kind yeah. of the way I look at it. Um, She's like, dad, why do you have this? Like, why do you tell yourself to only have an hour? <laughs> like, because I will have more, I will use more than an hour if I don't right. remind myself. And she's like, well, you can just put the passcode in and turn that off. I'm like, I know I can. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. I do, you know, but like, but it is a, it is an interesting gut check on yourself when you, when you set those limits for yourselves, when you experiment with that and then you follow through on it, yeah. you know, um, and you pick up a book or you interact with somebody or you do something else that's you, you do something else other than just that. And I know if you, I, we keep kind of coming back to this phone thing and I'm not, 
meaning to, but that is certainly like the most present example oh, of yeah, this. Absolutely. At least in my life right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that the communication piece is big. Like it's, I'm glad that we are sitting down and doing this in person today because yeah. it just yeah. is it, for me, it's better. Like right. it's nice interacting with you for sure. as a human. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's, it's interesting too. I think, um, I just think we have so much to learn about ourselves. I, I feel like yeah. that's something I've been hit in the face with, you know, in, you know, in recent years, uh, I, I've told folks in the past, I never felt so incompetent as a parent until I had teenagers. And then it was like everything I'd learned or thought I knew about raising kids like is out the window. And I, now I just feel like I'm learning day to day, you know, and I feel like that's just been a theme throughout my life of just in, with technology, my own susceptibility to things. Um, and, you know, so I have a keen interest and I think we'll hopefully in, in, in a, for sure, actually in this year, bring guests on or have conversations around, you know, addressing that, like the underlying issue around discipline or around like, you know, just attention regulation or around like all the things that make us susceptible to sort of binging on technology yeah. or, you know, not being able to look away or, uh, you know, sort of seeking out cheap dopamine as they talk about, right? Like, well, what does that mean? And, and I think we'll, because that shows up, the underlying issues show up in other areas of our life, whether it's exercise or diet or in our relationships or in, you know, what, what doesn't matter. You, it, be, it becomes a, a very present through line. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the part that is very, um, I mean, just today I, I was, I've had a very busy day leading up to us sitting down and doing this. And I was, I had a very small window to get a run in and I was like, I'm going to go hammer it out. And I started putting my AirPods in. I was like, Nope, I'm going to just go have 30 minutes alone in my own thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was great. And it was the reset I needed to get (laughs) through the rest of the day, you know, but like that, that recognition of that doesn't come easy, but it, 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 you it it comes with practice. It comes with understanding that, you know, and looking for those times when you're like, Oh, yep. I actually need to just like sit with this person for a minute, you know, like sure. it'd be nice to look at my wife and be like, Hey, we're going to sit down and eat dinner and we're going to both put our phones in the other room and we're not going to, not going to worry about anything else right now. We're just right. going to do this, you yeah. know, or whatever it is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm excited. I think it, it feels like a really exciting time and sort of discovering or rediscovering a lot of these things yeah. about ourselves. And it's, it's thematic. It's, there are a lot of people who are, who I'm talking to, which is why I think the podcast where that's where the idea came from is like, geez, I'm having all these conversations. I'm certain other people are thinking the same thing and wondering about the same thing. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, we were laughing before we started about, I said, you know, you probably play more of the role of a therapist than you do a financial planner at times. (laughs) And you were like, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. You know, well, that's so right. So that's the human element. right. Right. And this is where I, you know, I think it was a, um, a Ray Dalio quote where someone, and I've referenced this before. Someone asked him if he was, you know, when it comes down to humans versus machines, if he's bullish, which one he's more bullish on. And he said humans, because we can develop understanding, right? So you're not going to sit across the desk from some, you know, algorithmic website, planning website and feel like they really understand you. Right. Or some chat bot when you're trying to, I mean, I'll tell you, that's the, like, that is the thing that drives me the craziest is when you need help from a company online and you get this chat bot and you're just like, I hate this so much. <laughs> Why can't I just get someone on the other line who on the other end who 
understands what it is that I have a question about. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't want to hit one, two, three, or four. I want to just say what my question is. Right. And get an actual answer. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, and I, and anyways, so I, I think it'll be, uh, I think it's interesting to have this conversation now, but I think it's on everybody's minds. So, yeah, man. So we've got some really exciting things in store for the new year with, with analog advisor. Um, you know, for folks that want to keep on, keep up with everything that's going on, we have our new website, it's analogadvisor.com. Um, you can sign up for our newsletter and everything there, which is great. Um, we're also going to be adding more episodes into the fold this year. Yeah. Right. So yeah. talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, I think we're trying to, you know, the genesis of this had to do with the intersection of sort of what it means to be human and manage our finances. I think we're finding, as we talked about a minute ago, that those, those through lines run into other areas of life. Right. So we're, and most of, uh, most of what we talk about in the financial planning day-to-day work that we do has nothing to do with money. Right? So, um, so we want to be able to like pivot and talk about some of these other things that we think, uh, are, uh, you know, valuable elements of like, or aspects of what it is to be human and what it is to sort of be trying to live in a healthier way. And of course money will, will be a part of that conversation. But I think we're, you know, we're exploring other formats. I was talking yesterday with, uh, a teammate here and we were talking about, Hey, what if we did, a what if we did a panel discussion on a topic with, you know, a, a psychologist, uh, you know, a, a financial analyst and a priest, what would that look like? <laughs> and, you know, just like, just talk about things like that. So I think we're going to, what does it look like on the, on the love and money side of things like you and I were talking about a minute ago, like we're just going to, we're just going to get into some cool, some cool stuff. And, um, and I think we'll do the monthly episodes that we've done on the 15th or I'm sorry, the, the second, second Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. of every month. Uh, and then, you know, some bonus episodes in between, uh, when we can. So, yeah, well, we've got cool things coming, man. I am, um, I'm excited. I'm, I think it's really cool work that you guys are doing with, with all of this and, um, getting a great message out there. So, uh, excited to see where the show goes this year. Yeah. I'm pumped. This is, this is going to be fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the analog advisor podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can email us at hello at analogadvisorpodcast.com with any questions or suggestions on who you'd like to hear on the show. Today's content was created by Wes Brown. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco network of podcasts.